everyone, and welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live broadcast brought to you here by Frontline Gaming. We are your hosts, Kicker, the Chief of Serial and Sigilite of the FLG, Nikki D. Cannon, the flannel fan and producer extraordinaire, and I am Seth, the Mad Doc, your competitor correspondent. How has everyone been doing? The boys are back. The boys are back. First of all, everyone, sorry we were not here last week. We had a few technical difficulties um, involving diarrhea. We'll move on from that. Hold on. Uh, it was not me. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I apologize. Uh, yes, guys, if you are listening to our podcast, you should consider watching us basically every Wednesday night at, live at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, except last Wednesday. It was a fluke. Sorry, but we're back. Uh, make sure you tune in live, though, because you get the cool video, you know, chat, which we all love chat. There's plenty of people in chat. Hi, chat. Um, but yes, guys, I just got back from SoCal, and I saw so many people there. It was it was so sweet. I got a lot of hugs. I really, I'm, a, I'm a hugger, so I appreciate it. Uh, we've got foot, uh, I got, I think we got a video, a photo from me there. You can see how massive this hall is uh very very large but as seth pointed out i did not lose my voice for the first time mm -hmm. in history at an event so yay for me thank you so much I'm yeah i'm getting the applause from nikki d thank you but yeah it was so cool seeing everyone uh there's a lot of you know listeners to the show there and of course there's you know socal is kind of the uh, the roots of frontline gaming that was where frontline gaming started so there's a lot of uh, long-term frontline gaming event attendees there mm -hmm. uh hobby wise guys i started working on a night yeah a night yeah big boy night but but seth i think you were you were pretty busy this weekend as well right yeah yeah so i uh, i wasn't on last week but as folks know i was getting a votan army ready for a gt so i popped up a few of the models here that i had finished these are uh my uh thunderkin Nice. Uh, I did them all with the 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 Ironkin heads because I have them attached to a uh, uh, Iron Masters unit, which is also the, all the little four other dudes come with them are Ironkin. So it's basically like one character with a little army of robots walking around, which is kind of cool. Um, so I like that. So uh, did that, and then uh, I did uh, take it to the GT, uh, our our local group had in Atlanta. Um, this was a funny moment. Uh, I'm not going to say that you should put a certain logo on this image, but I did charge in a unit of berserkers into a, uh, a dreadnought, um, and proceed to bounce off it. And then was staring down four large, angry redemptor chassis. Wow. Um, and so those those berserkers did live long, but that was that was a fun one. But it was a good game. So ended up going four and two. So I was real happy with that. What was the uh, event? Was just, just for I know you said a local event. What was yeah. the name of the event? Warzone Three Taverns. Sweet. Sweet. Uh, I was I was a whisker away from being five and one. I had a one point loss in round six. Uh, so that was a fun time. So uh, great time. Always a great crew out there. Always excited to see all those guys. Uh, but uh, Nikki D, you've been. You've been away for a while. What's been going on, yeah, bud? Where have you been, man? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm just gonna keep it with the words of Bender, bending Rodriguez. I'm back, baby. And uh, <laughs> I was off traveling the world. So my wife and I uh, were on our honeymoon for two weeks, and it happened that our just the way that the flight schedule worked out, we were leaving on a Wednesday night, so it meant I missed a show. And then when we get back, it was a Wednesday night. And I think Seth, you had mentioned it on the show uh, where I was texting like literally as you guys were starting the show that i had landed back in the u.s so yep. yeah we're, we're we're back i i am back uh i missed warhammer uh chat i missed you I, seth kicker i missed you guys but oh, now good, we're, good, we're good, back good. yeah 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 i've got like the whole <laughs> holy count. trinity there yeah uh but no i'm i'm back i'm very excited uh, a lot happened while i was away space marines codex came out seth mm -hmm. we had the uh codex clip notes video that came out yep. i've been playing with a lot of list ideas and then uh, i'm just as i'm getting back into or, or ready to start gaming we know sometime soon necrons are going to come out so with their codex so it was admech 
Uh, I saw the new Imotech Stormlord model, which I will definitely be getting. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really excited. Um, vacation was nice. But uh, now it's nice to be back in the producer's chair, and it's nice to be talking 40k. Because I, guys, I didn't talk a lot of Warhammer on my own. So <laughs> you didn't bore I, your. I would your assume not. Yeah, that would be awkward. <laughs> it did come the... up. It I did see... come up with some locals and that sort of thing as we were traveling. But you know, yeah. I, I see you on the flight. You know, you know, flight for your honeymoon with your wife there, just talking about list ideas and stuff, and she just losing her mind. You know, uh, it is kind of cool how many Warhammer stores there are. Like every European city seems to have like at least one warhammer store and i i can't help but like just enter and poke in every time i see one I feel like oh no what's happening here you know of course because uh, can i can i go in there can i go in there <laughs> well, i can well, imagine his wife being like no <laughs> i was like Nicker. no we're here to see museums and history and quaint villages not a warhammer shop um i will say real real quick one yeah. of my one of my buddies um that's here in the maryland area he went on his honeymoon earlier this year and they were doing a couple days in nottingham yeah. mm -hmm. his wife oh. did build in a day his wife no. put it on the schedule for them to go to pretty, um, pretty solid for, wife for, and right there. Yeah. For them to go. And, and cause for her, it was like, well, it, they're supposed to have all these displays and you see all the, you know, armies. She's like, that is effectively like seeing a museum yeah. or like seeing modern art. But it was, he, he, he made sure my, my buddy Chad made sure to point out it was his wife's decision, not yeah. his, to put that I, on the agenda. So I think we can do it. I know of at least one. Warhammer World is definitely a thing that I think most serious 40k fans want to see at least at yeah. once. I mean, that's yeah. that's a goal. Um, we should probably just sort of some you know plan some sort of group travel thing for a bunch of Americans to all travel together just to Warhammer World. You know, get some sort of discounted you know bus tour tickets or something. I don't know. Uh, let's hop into the news, guys. We have some news regarding Games Workshop, and actually, there's a lot from them happening this week. First of all, let's start off with the GW Meta Watch from earlier in the, I guess it was late last week, Seth, right? Uh, it was yep. early this week. Why don't you tell people what is happening from GW's perspective in terms of the meta? So overall, the GW Meta's Watch had uh, a lot of good information. Um, they, they provided us this graphic here. It was on their community page as well. Um, there's only at this point, in, there's three armies outside the Goldilocks zone of, of 45 to 55% wins. And that's Eldari and Orcs, which are, are too strong. Um, and then, uh, Drukari, which are too weak. Um, so it's interesting that we've kind of, we've seen, you know, a shift in the win percentages and just from a, uh, army performance standpoint, in terms of like who's winning events at this point, it's kind of all over the place, which is a good thing to see. Yeah. Um, so it, overall they're, they're happy with how things are, are kind of settling in. Um, we haven't seen huge jumps in win rate for Tyranids yet with their new codex, Space Marines is still maybe a little too early to make that call um, if they're going to get a big bump up or down from their win rates uh, with that. But importantly, we haven't seen massive codex creep yeah. with the release of those two codexes. Good so point. that's interesting. So I'm excited. Um, they definitely did kind of get us back to a, a healthier meta. I've talked to a lot of folks now and they're, and they're very happy with the state of the game. Um, some folks talking about it being, you know, kind of the 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 best it's been in a while. So. Uh, it definitely was kind of off kilter there in the beginning of 10th, but we uh, GW has quickly kind of corrected course. Um, and, and overall, uh, uh, Stu and the team over there are very happy with the way things are going. All right, folks, we need to do two quick hot takes. First, Seth, Seth, hot take. Were the Knights slapped too hard? Look where they are. Look where they dropped down to. Do you think they were hit too hard by this update? Knights are always a weird one because they're very much, uh, and for lack of a term, they're a stat check army. You're saying, hey, I'm bringing a bunch of big, dangerous vehicles, and if you don't have the tools to deal with a bunch of big, dangerous vehicles, you're just going to lose. Um, 
and and they do have a lot of OC with their little knights. They're like OC eight for each of the little knights. So I definitely see them as like if if they are a stronger army, it quickly can become dominant and and probably have an over rep on the, the win rate there. Um, so I think they took a big hit in the terms of of how towering works and indirect fire and Overwatch. You probably could revert some of their point changes they had earlier um, and and push them back up, and that probably wouldn't make them too strong. So I, I think they took a they took a lick, but um, maybe they can they can ease back on them. All right, Nikki D, same question, but custodies. Look where they're at oh. now. They fell down. Yeah, um, there's been some, I think, some decent placings for custodies for, for some events. Um, they, they definitely were hit a bit a bit harder. Uh, also, both of those, I'll note, uh, Kicker, both of those hit pretty hard, relatively hard with changes for Imperial Agents. Oh, yeah. um, so that, that also, right, both of those are armies that want to use Imperial Agents for cheap scoring. So, but I don't think that's necessarily a, a, a bad thing. So, uh, custodies they were they were a big bad before. Um, they can they can be okay, you know, coming back. I think uh, a little bit, but just like Imperial Knights, like Seth said, they're somewhat of a stat check army. So it's always tough to overbalance it. And I know some people have said if something can't be balanced, it should be bad. Um, you know, and and I kind of agree with that line of thinking yeah. myself. So it, it is a part there where. Um, you know, I didn't have to pet play against the ten warden, ten man warden bricks custodies <laughs> yeah. to start a tenth. And I don't, I don't care for that to come back yeah. personally. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, guys, let's talk about some of the products themselves getting released. Uh, it's official. The holiday boxes have been announced. These are the you know much much awaited, much loved giant discounted, I guess, collection boxes with a you know basically starting. They're, they're always they're always a big deal. Everyone's yeah. always excited for these. We've got them for Age of Sigmar. We've got them for Forty K. Uh, Seth, have you ever bought one of these boxes before in previous years? Uh, I've bought a few in the yeah. past um, for various armies that I was building my collection out. Um, I'm I'm super excited. Uh, you know, uh, you're, you're, can I can I just talk about what's in them yet? Yeah, okay, okay. Well, let's do Age of Sigmar first. You're getting Seraphon, okay. the Bone Reapers, Slaves of Darkness, and Grave Lords. So, mm -hmm. like Grave Lords. So, those are the four for Age of Sigmar. But for 40k, the much loved game that has a little bit more, I guess, love from GW. We're getting six different boxes. Seth, yes, there's an Orcs one. There's a there is an Orcs one. one. The Orcs one's good. You got Mazrog, which is that's a dual build kit. So you can yeah. build a regular beast boss. You got the kill rig or the hunter rig kit. Again, dual build. We have You've a got a pain boss. You've got a, a, a basically it's like all the swig stuff. You got a, <laughs> it's you got a, a boss, Smash Quig. You got the three squig hogs. You got ten beast snagger boys. So if you're if you're really going for a squig based army, this is like a one stop shop to get you started on a little one of everything right there. Which and, I think and, is awesome. and of course is the Votan one, which looks to have the models that are kind of hard to get right now. Right, they are. And, they are Sagittars and Hearthguard are very hard to find, and, and both of those. There's in fact there's two sets of of Hearthguard in that, so a total of ten. We, and to appeal to Nikki D, we've got Space Marines with all the jump packs, all, all oh, the jump yeah. packs right there. You know, are you gonna make some Blood Angels with those, Nikki D? Um, I don't need to because I already bought <laughs> enough of them from Frontline Gaming <laughs> when they went up for for pre order with the Codex. So it is it is I, it is uh, definitely a good value box set if you want to get started with Space Marines or you haven't already got them. Um, but uh, I've I've already you already guilty of buying them. Yeah, yeah what's that? <laughs> that looks like what? That's three sets of assault yes. intercessors. Yes, yes, an assault captain. A unit of Outriders and an ATV. Yeah, that's, solid. A, Pretty solid. that's a great set. And then, of course, World Leaders is getting some love with Angron as a centerpiece yeah. for that. And, 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 you know, Guard, Guard, get one with two Dorns, not one but two Dorns. And I that's do a lot of Dorn. 
that's a, that's a lot of dorn, right? Uh, oh, but Seth, the list, the, the the box you're most excited about is yeah. The NIDs. So so the nids are actually kind of the one I'm most excited about. I have a lot of Otan. I have a lot of orcs. I have been dabbling in maybe I should just have all the Xenos armies, yeah, except for Eldar because I have standards. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but so that would mean the next one I need to start working on is Nids, and this has the Norn kit. It's got all the new Gribblies. Uh, looks like a double box of Ormagons. Um, maybe my uh, my lovely friends in chat can let me know if uh, that is a dual build kit or a single <laughs> build kit for Termagants or Ormagons. By the way, it's got Gene Stealers. It's got the Flyrant. Um, so it's got all the nice little bugs. I even see some Ripper Swarms hanging out in the back there. Uh, so I'm excited. It's got the big, I mean, it's got to have the big bugs. So, you know, yeah. I'm excited. So these are all good box sets, but they are not going up for pre-order for a little while. We're going to have to sit yeah. tight and wait. Uh, what's going up for pre-order this weekend? We've got all the Cities of Sigmar stuff. Yeah. Dude, a ton of models. I mean, this is, so we had this, the uh, the the starter set, I guess, released a while back. The, uh, you know, new edition set or whatever yeah. you want to call it. But this is finally all these uh, kits as individual sets. And you've got, you know, a ton of stuff. I mean, you got the ogre with like the guy and on his back and you've got you know guys with shields and guns i don't i don't know all the names let's just be honest i don't know what the hell but what is that thing seth i can't even describe it's like a dragon lion scorpion it's a griffin thing. it's a griffin is that a griffin yeah oh wait, griffins don't no have... no that's a manticore okay there we go it's a because manticore, of the because of the, the, the tail it's yeah because right, the tail right because it's got the scorpion because i was confused so there's a, a giant manticore being ridden by somebody uh there's a lot you got the uh the knights of course and yep. you've got this like cool hq squad that i really like that has like a pet you know like miniature dragon i guess that's tagging along i don't know there's a lot of cool models it's exciting i'm just ex i'm just using all this for 40k conversions i just <laughs> i'm sure you are you know i'm making a your, your feud yeah your feudal guard army got really happy <laughs> this is a thing this is a thing yeah. uh all right but we've also got a few other things including the dawn bringers book three the long hunt and that's going to mm -hmm. release more uh, age of sigmar models this is Cryptorm. I got some dragon named Cripborn Stormkeep. Cripborn's Stormkeep. It's it's a dragon with it's a it's a new dragon model with two other yeah, dragons. Yeah, and I looked at it and I literally at first thought it was chaos. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. not it's not a very nice looking no, Stormcast it's Eternal. It's not. He looking real grumpy. Yeah, Nikki Nikki D thing, thought some dragon. Yeah, but one thing I'll add here too. So the guy that's on the the dragon here, Red it's one, yeah. basically yeah yeah it's basically like a primaricized um, prior. Uh, uh, unique character yeah. that was in age of sigmar um mm. and uh yeah he, he was holding his kind of grail uh or not grail but um uh our 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 glass yeah. uh, sort of like yeah, a kind like of full-time type of yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. and this is supposed to be effect effectively some like if this was dragon ball z he would have like evolved to guard <laughs> he super went super saiyan yeah. yeah he went super saiyan version of him and yeah. he gets this sweet ass dragon now so this model yeah. to me looks really yeah, cool. I mean, what I, what do you do when you go Super Saiyan? You ride a fucking dragon. That's what happens. <laughs> That's what you do. You do. And this is one of those parts where uh, I think to me it also right Age of Sigmar now, where where we've hit eight years of Age of Sigmar now, wow. where they're already evolving some of their unique characters. Wow. Hold on, wow. time out. Eight years of is that eight? accurate? You can't be eight years. Oh my gosh! Jeez. Yeah. Or it might be longer than that. Yeah, because that was 2015 is when I started playing 40k. Um, but yeah, it's so at least eight years. We can all agree right. that. All right. Wow. So, so dragons are always cool, but I'm really stoked for the uh, the blades of Betharanos. I can't say that. It's it's a it's the Sylvaneth, the tree people. It's yep. a tree guy riding a giant bug. Like I love it. It's it's so freaking cool. So you got this giant tree man riding a beetle. What else could you want in life? It is a uh, it's another fun set. Sadly though, 
uh, <laughs> we don't know anything about the rules. At least, Seth, have you? You don't know anything. They they are going to be bugs that fly around, and yeah. knowing that it is based off elves, it will be somehow be the absolute <laughs> most annoying set wrong. of rules Whether it's... that will occur in that game system. Uh, I'm positive. Uh, I will say, um, I, I I saw these posted when I was pulling images for our show today. Uh, Frontline Gaming blog has articles about the rules released no uh, or previous. At okay, least, good. so we we on this show are 40k <laughs> AOS curious, uh, yes, and and will perhaps. Although kicker, you've got your Seraphon, yeah. uh, but there are folks that write for Frontline Gaming. Um, that, so check out those couple of blog posts. And yep. the other thing I will say, um, as it relates, I did mention my wife and I did talk a little little bit of Warhammer. Um, <laughs> we were at a, we we were at a a garden in uh, in Spain, and she's just marveling at all these plants and other things like that. And uh, I it was I, that was I brought it up up to her. Then I was like, well, you know, there is a uh, a plant-based Warhammer army in Age of Sigmar. Ooh, yeah. She did agree that if I start Skaven, that she would start Sylvaneth as a plant-based army. That sounds like a beautiful Solid. relationship Solid. you have with your your wife. And yeah, that's plants sweet. and rats, and that's what that's what we'll play. So there we go. <laughs> Uh, all right, and last but not least is the Horus Heresy Fulgrim Transfigured. This is that snake Primarch dude. It is going to be a Forge World resin model. Um, so I know, I know, I know, I know. So we don't need to go deep into that. That is just yeah. figure out a transport solution, guys, because that yeah. baby is... I would not want to invest any significant amount of time painting that because I'd be yeah. so worried this about is, This it. is a display model. This is when Yeah, you like I would paint yeah. this and it'd be like, you're going to live in a glass case in my home. No touching! You know? Never move. <laughs> yeah. um, so let's hop into some frontline gaming news really fast. LVO, yeah. guys. We're done with SoCal. SoCal is done and over. Now we're looking forward to the it, next event. It's which is nothing but LVO from here nothing on out, folks. But nothing but. And, and please help me. Uh, there's <laughs> a lot of work to do, so feel free to help me. Um, we've got a few things that I want to talk about. One is, yes, it is your last chance today, today, to get your frontline gaming event exclusive lvo dice each year they are a surprise and each year they have been loved uh, i can't tell you what the design is but we've confirmed it and they are in production and they are gorgeous and um yeah that's all you, I, you, you can I, put me down for a set kicker I'll, I'll, I'll work yeah. i'll work for a set and dude seriously like if you don't pre-order these yeah you will they sell out within i'm not i'm not exaggerating within a few hours of the lv opening on thursday night like during the pre yep. party so because if you pre-order you are guaranteed yours yeah of course obviously you, yeah. but then there's usually a little bit extra but it is never a lot you yeah, cannot yeah, yeah. just like i'll roll up and grab some dice that's no, not yeah, yeah. you got to be one of the first people in there to get the dice they they, they are pretty sweet also, they do come in the high roller package. So if you got a high roller package, I guess you're okay. Uh, you guess, you guess yeah. the high rollers are going to be okay. <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of other cool stuff too, though. Uh, Duncan is coming back. Duncan Rhodes, the, the man, the myth, the oh, legend, he yeah. is coming back, which I, I didn't know he was coming back. He kind of just told me, yeah, by the way, I'm coming back to LVO. I had such a good time. So that's awesome. But we're changing what he's doing this year. So now they've got a new plan that's going to allow for more people to get lessons from him. And it's going to be free. Oh, be, cool. Free lessons from Duncan. It's, it's going to be firsthand. He's going to have like the opportunity to hang out with you. So you may be playing 40K, but maybe you have a friend that's not playing the 40K champs and wants to roam the hall a little bit. Duncan will be there teaching lessons for free. Also, he's going to be, once again, our celebrity paint judge for 40K Age of Sigmar yeah. and, yeah, uh, and one other game of his choosing. So, you know, if you make the, the, the top cut for 40K in terms of your painting, uh, you get to be judged by Duncan. Hey, uh, real quick question as it goes to Duncan. Um, yeah. Are these are these two thin lessons or like one <laughs> thick lesson? Any descriptor that we have so far? 
always too thin with this guy. So it'll be too. Yeah. Oh, well done. Well done. Well done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Now let's, let's talk about Cherokee. I should laugh at that. I don't know. Uh, so, uh, dad, dad jokes, dad jokes. We've got Cherokee open. Yep. We've announced it. It's happening. Tickets will be going live next week. Um, we've got, you know, of course, 40 K and Age of Sigmar. Now new for this year, Cherokee's Age of Sigmar tournament, which was massive in 20, well, this year, 2023 will be a three day event. It's gotten so Ooh. big that the, the Age of Sigmar people are, are, are basically demanding that they have the opportunity to have one undefeated winner at the end of the tournament. So it's gotten to the point where we have to have three days to play. Uh, this was done by the by the players. They've, they've chosen it. So a Cherokee three-day event for Age of Sigmar. It's already a three-day event for 40K. It was one of our larger 40K events of last year as well. So if you want to play some 40K, come up to Cherokee. And there, yeah, there's our bear logo. Seth, what do you think the bear logo? I like it. I like it. He looks like he's he's like you know leaning across the table from you, and 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 you know I know uh, I know we're going for more of a gaming vibe, but if you had a little like poker hand there, <laughs> well, 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 so I, I don't know if you guys have caught it, but the new logos we did for LVO now Cherokee, and you'll see them roll out. They're supposed to look like your opponent at the table. Uh, yeah. That's kind of the, so across the table is exactly the game point. Uh, the, the, what the, we were looking for. He does have a little cyborg eye. We couldn't give him cards though or anything because we gave the robot cards, so we had to like you know, all right. You can't give every. Some chips. Have him slot in some chips. He's all in. <laughs> Are you going to call the Bears bluff? All right, right, no. exactly. No, you're not. You're not calling the Bears bluff. Also, for Cherokee guys, we are looking for a kill team TO. We did not have kill team at a previous Cherokees, but we want to bring in kill team this year. So if you like kill team, you have a friend that likes kill team, and you're in Virginia, DC, the Carolinas, Tennessee, uh, shoot me an email. Joel, Joel thinks he's got more of a bartender vibe. Oh, like oh, he's he leaning across, like listening to yeah. you, you know, maybe give him a glass. He's coming in like talking to him. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got, I got diced again. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man, there you go. Oh, so that makes him the, that makes him the bear tender then yeah the bear, bear the logo there we go i'm the only one with children here yet you were getting the dad jokes i like it i like it well done um all right guys let's jump into something i'm pretty excited about we announced this about four hours ago you might have seen it all across the internet and social media platforms and your friends are talking about it this is this is taking yeah, a baby yeah right the champions cup this is this is a brand new event that is produced by frontline gaming but it's really a community created event from from the get-go uh seth you, you you've probably seen this kind of you know heard us oh, yeah. talking about this a little bit and it's starting to hit the world um, yeah right you just yeah right some people were in the know um as we were preparing it but yeah this is a a, a thing that we finally have made the official public announcement um so let's just start off real fast. This has got Stephen Corrales from Team XPC mm -hmm. organizing the clubs, and he's you know and, and helping them join. Sean Naden on the other side of the of the country, he's handling the format of this. Because yes, guys, and, this and kicker, let's just take a minute to explain. Does Sean Naden know the team's format very well? <laughs> well, we should explain the Champions Cup is going to be an eight person team event, and I don't think there's a single person more qualified. <laughs> And Sean Naden. And, and, and yeah, definitely at least in the United States. You might be able to argue there's some guys in Europe more qualified than awesome. him, but from the United States standpoint, this is the most qualified man. Yeah. Um, he is he lives and breathes teams. He's been the captain of Team USA for I think my entire 40k life at this point, you know. <laughs> um, so he's he's very, very well versed in what is currently the the standard of play for teams events. Yeah. 
so so you have Naden handling the format. You have Corrales handling the community because Corrales, I mean, Team XBZ is a relatively newer team. You know, it's only a couple They've of years old. Very quickly, yeah. They're like 100 members, man. Yeah. And Corrales is so embedded in the community. No one is going to do a better job than him. And then, and, then you've and got he's me. also on Team USA. He's also on Team USA, he's right? And then he, so he also is a fan of the eight-man yeah. events. So he has also, yeah, been involved in the scene. Yep, yep, yep. And then I'm just doing the, the typical event organization stuff I do full-time as my professional career. So I'm pretty skilled at at least handling that stuff and making you, sure that you are works. skilled. You indeed, it only, as we discussed pre-show, it only took you like two years of running events to not lose your voice yeah. at an event. That is true. So proud of you, buddy. I'm sometimes a slow learner, but yeah, yeah. So we're, we're really still, we got this, this event and we've got all the club leaders from various clubs across mm -hmm. the country that are all part of our, I guess, our inner circle that are helping guide the creation of this event and and take it from year to year year to year so the event will first take place in san diego like it like like the socal but it will be the champions cup um but that's only for 2024 after okay. 2024 this event is going to move uh, across the country one state at a time probably you know we want to move somewhere more like a little more east to make it easier for people on the east coast to get but the idea is this will be a roaming event um and and you know the event's not just about the players, right? Like, yeah, yep. you've got these eight people rolling dice at the event, but it's more about the, the clubs. This, yep. and, you know, we want, I don't want to go into all the details now. We just don't want to have enough time about it, but this event is embracing the clubs and it's going to be celebrating the clubs as a whole. That means the the sparring partners you have in your weeknight uh, practice games, the the guys are helping yeah. paint your armies, you know, we, so. I've, yeah. I've been learning a lot uh, getting involved in more of the team scene team scene recently and the eight guys on the playing at the tables are not the only eight guys exactly. in those teams exactly um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see that we're embracing the role of the rest of the club and how they support these eight players exactly Seth. yeah it's, it's it's pretty cool and so um I'm I'm get, I'm getting goosebumps talking about this because I just looked just before we went live. Uh, we we put the application out for people to see if they wanted to join. It's mm -hmm. insane. We've got teams from literally around the world. I mean, we've already yeah. maxed. This is already the the second. Like this is far larger than any other frontline gaming event we've ever done outside of LVO. I mean, like the the numbers are is insane. So I'm just I am blown away. I did not think we were gonna cap this event like max out the attendance. I thought yeah maybe this would be a twenty person event. Maybe this event can be massive. So we're probably gonna have to you know, scale it in and it's going to be first come first serves on the applications in terms of who we can accept. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a big one folks. Uh, so brace yourself. We do have a year to plan, but we need to make sure we have the terrain and also like logistically enough space. Yeah. Well, so and we, I think this is the first time we've done an eight man team event. And, oh yeah. and a lot of, this is the first time we're working with some of these, these other parties and organizing yeah. events. So, you know, we want to make sure everyone gels and, and works together and we all get the right roles and, and everything comes together. And it's the, the, the event that everyone wants it to be. No, you're absolutely right, Seth. This is really a, a true partnership. This is a community created thing. And I, I'm just like, I'm so honored to be part of it. And I'm excited for all the different clubs that are joining to, to make this first year, you know, epic. So, that's that, but I will tell you, I've been hearing about this new circuit that's forming that's going to be an eight-person team circuit. Not much has been released on it yet, but it should be, ha I think, you know, word is on the street. They're supposed to be going and announcing more news later on. So we'll be doing a very, very large event uh, using this eight-person uh, eight team format, but apparently there's an entire circuit that's going to be happening yeah. in the USA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so so Seth I think definitely, definitely seems like the interest in teams is, is pumping up and exciting to see that... Uh, the eight man format is coming to the US because predominantly US is a five man format. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So let's see what happens, guys. It's gonna be a, a crazy year next year. So so exciting stuff. Yep. Uh, 
I can, can we do nerd news? I got some nerd, yep. nerd news, right? Let's, let's yep. do it. Let's do it. Uh, Nikki D you first, do you have anything? I mean, you've been, you know, did you watch any good plane uh, movies while you were on the plane flying across the world or, or, or anything that, you know, caught your interest? You were kind of our, our expert here on, on, on nerd stuff. stuff. Yeah. Nerd stuff. yeah. Um, I, I didn't really do a lot. No, I actually, I did a lot of reading while I was on travel, but just okay. the, um, actor strike is still yeah. going on and because of that it's one of the things where i've been noticing there's just not a lot of talk about movies and other things yeah. like that and then also some movies have had uh release dates pushed back yeah. so mm -hmm. just everybody just so you know movies that you need to have your eye on for as it relates to nerdy stuff that will be released in theaters between now and end of the year uh we've got the marvels yeah which is part of marvel cinematic universe that's november 10th uh mm -hmm. we've got napoleon which is going to be right around Thanksgiving. Um, so that's going to be more historic, oh, for, um, yeah. which will be really exciting. And then I think it's still on the schedule, but could be subject to change. But I think uh, Aquaman, The Lost Kingdom, oh, the sequel wow. for that, is going to be coming out right before the, the Christmas holiday. So um, because there's not a lot of stuff or commercials and things talking or people, you know, talking about that, those are probably the three. If you want to go to the movies and see nerdy stuff, those are your three that you should put on your calendar folks guys i'm looking in chat here either one of you can answer do we know about dune dune this, the second part do we know if that's coming oh out? yeah dune was supposed to come out here in november um but it got pushed back to february 2024 um okay. i think it that might actually be it might have been pushed back to the exact weekend of cherokee uh which is going to cause me a heartburn and yeah. issues, <laughs> like going crazy where, i'm sure I'm we can find you a uh a movie theater nearby it'll be fine well, guys, my nerd news that I really want to contribute is there's going to be a live action Gargoyles. I don't know if you guys remember that old cartoon. No, you know, I remember it. I'm just yeah. live <laughs> action. Come on, dude. It's going to be so cool. Why? Yeah. Who's with me? Who's seen live action? Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I'm just, I, why live action? Do Do we have time for a single short or are we jumping right into our main segment today, Seth? I think I think the main segment is uh, has got plenty for us to cover right, this week. That. Let's do that. Well, guys, we're going to talk about SoCal. It was yeah, there was event. a little event. Yeah, uh, <laughs> helped out at a little bit right you just helped a little yeah, bit i just stood behind a desk and smiled uh seth do you want to maybe i mean i'll give a quick overview the event was uh you know pretty good turnout we were mm -hmm. pretty excited i think we had a uh, about 200 players once the dice started yeah i think I, when i checked in online that's what it was looking like yeah and, and this is another one of the long-standing frontline gaming events it's it's one of the original ones and you know it's got a, a very beloved fan base that, that goes every single year the event ran really smoothly from my perspective. I mean, there was mm -hmm. no drama that I saw. I didn't see any yellow cards, red cards. I didn't have any problems with people. Everyone seemed happy. Everyone loved the space at SoCal. Well, SoCal, we basically do it in a hangar, so you have, you know, like 10 yeah. feet on either side of you yeah. at all times. So, yeah. And, and you do have nice chairs because those concrete floors could be rough. Now, yes. now kicker, um, I, I've, I've collected a curation of images that you provided oh. for us, and, and, I, and I have, I've weaved a little narrative here. Yeah. Okay, do um, your narrative. These dice. Yes. I feel like the Nurgle dice. <laughs> okay, so, so but they're they're definitely a newer style of dice that we've been making. <laughs> so so um, first of all, Seth, these dice are the Frontline Gaming event exclusive dice for SoCal. Yeah, uh, we make our own dice. The dice are always a surprise to people when we show up. Um, yeah. these dice did sell extremely well even after people saw them but but i will agree they were a little um that that kind of green swirl in there a, you know? a little ugly kind i mean some people no, no i don't think it's ugly i was just like as soon as i saw them i'm like man you put a nurgle logo instead of socal <laughs> yeah you know like i they could see be... i could see all the death guard players grabbing them for those yep. not watching the show the the photo of the dice are these basically transparent dice with a, a swirl of green in them and then a little bit of sparkle yeah. i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I... 
Yeah. You, I, I you like know what him. it reminds me of? It you reminds like, me of, right, it's it's Halloween season. Uh, all things kind of scary. One of my favorite movies to watch this time of year and any time of year, if we're being honest, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Does that not make you think of ectoplasm, guys? It does. Come on. It does. Oh, my Come gosh, it. yeah. Okay. Hey, hey, I've, I've, Nurgle Matt said that they are <laughs> slick. Uh, <laughs> all right nurgle man man i missed that guy i hope to see him at lvo again yeah. uh yeah yeah well uh those were uh, a special style we wanted to try never tried them before um i think we could probably make them even cooler uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, yeah, no, I'm, they, just, I'm pointing out that it is a cool new style it is a cool new style no. it was really challenging to make those but yeah so are you mixing I, it yourself yeah I'm, I'm, that's what i'm doing right yeah right after this i'm going and mixing pots of diet oh ooh, ooh, if you're looking for names for the combo joel says that one should be called glitter snot Oh, Joel, you got to, you know, get a position on our name or on our, like our, our I guess, copyright. Now, is, now kicker, I'm going to derail you again. Glitter snot. Uh, you, you, you know, you, you, <laughs> you set up, for, you I'm set up for the yet. event, but it wasn't just the event. You guys did bring some stuff along, right? You know? Um, oh, are we talking about like the, the chopper? Nikki D. No, I'm, oh, there Nikki we D. go. Oh, secondhand shop. Oh, geez. Yes. The secondhand shop. Yeah. I was, uh, so it's always a surprise. Frontline gaming kind of is broken into different divisions. I have no idea what kind of merchandise we're going to have when I show up at the event, right? That's yeah. done by the warehouse. They put stuff in the bins. We just open up the truck and bring it there. They, they definitely supplied the, the SoCal crowd with some really good deals from our secondhand shop. Um, the, sh the, the, the store had nonstop people shopping. I think. Oh yeah. Well, and that's what I was, I was poking you for. Cause you were the one working, you know, over there, like it always ends up being a feeding frenzy, like on that <laughs> yeah. Friday or Saturday, yeah. like whenever the doors open, depending on, you know, if it's a, a two day or a three day event. Um, and there's always deals to be had. And I, I, I remember we've, we have found some weird stuff in those bins, oh, yeah. like, like third edition, like new in box vehicles, like true story. One year we found, um, new in box Epic. Yeah. 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 Not, I'm not, I'm not, not exaggerating at SoCal. So literally three days ago. Yeah. New in blister or whatever. Second edition space Marines. Like what the hell? Yeah. Just what? and like, and you can see, so you can find stuff all the way back to there. You can find, you know, I think at, um, Lone Star, I, I, I found a, uh, I needed a reanimator yeah. for Manecrons and I found just, you know, a reanimator in a bag. That was all I needed. I was like, cool. Yeah, grab that it. boy. Yeah. So yeah. you can find new stuff. You can find some of the old stuff. It's all kinds of weird stuff. I'm guilty I remember of one year of some Death Corps Krieg. There were some like planetary eight. empire yeah. uh, tiles that I remember one year. Uh, our our fine judge Adam Solos was like, I really need those. <laughs> yeah. And you know what we also have is we have those like weird special edition or limited edition like models, like yeah. the assassin that came out with Warhammer Plus for a little like the first, you know. So anyway, always cool random stuff. I have been told that they're saving the really, really good stuff for LVO. So I don't mm -hmm. know what that means, but assume that at LVO there will be a massive secondhand shop that you get to go digging through. One uh, of the reasons Edgar, can I have some time off at LVO? I mean, you, if, if you help set up, you get first dibs, right? right so if anyone helps set up, they get first dibs at the secondhand shop. Cool. Um, All right. Yeah. So now I'm going to lead you again into right, the narrative. So uh, this was the first event that we wheeled out our new uh, yes. fully uh, painted, uh, pre-painted, uh, effectively, uh, I don't know what our, our official craft The Outpost. Yeah. But it, it is a, a very similar set to the GW yes. open sets. And exactly. so these were brought out to play. We had what thirty tables of it there. We had thirty. So we, uh, so our, our buddy Mike Gandolfo, my frontline yep. gaming uh, brother, he spent a very long time making sure that we had thirty sets ready for uh, SoCal. So how did players feel about this terrain kicker? So, so remember, SoCal is always kind of the testing ground for LVO. So that's mm -hmm. why we brought this set out in 30, uh, 30 sets, so that we had enough people playing on it to give us their feedback. 
overwhelmingly positive. I did just send a survey out to everyone that attended SoCal Sunday yesterday. So if you attended SoCal and you played 40K, you got a survey from me. Tell me what you think of that terrain. But at least from word of mouth, from talking to people, it was overwhelmingly positive. People love the the clear, transparent plexiglass bases that GW uses that helps define the the, the area of the, the terrain. Yeah. Uh, it was denser than most terrain sets from Frontline Gaming. Now, that's not neither a good thing or a bad thing. It depends, I guess, if you're playing Just a melee. Variety. You know, yeah. yeah, variety. So um, overall, though, it was really, really a well appreciated. And I can tell you, we were doing a special sale only for SoCal attendees there uh, on that particular terrain set. and people bought a ton of those sets. After yeah, so, I uh, I know a lot of people, yeah. including me, that yeah. need a set of that. So yeah. um, and definitely. As, aesthetically too, dude, they're, they're, it's a pretty set. Like it's a nice, yeah. clean cut, pretty set. So yeah, yeah. yeah if you, Seth, if you, if you need one, I know someone who can you know, hook you up after the okay. show. Okay. Uh, you, or, you, all right, you, you call your, you have your people call my people. We'll yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> all right, so let's get into the, the results. Um, you got some 40K winner results here. Uh, take us through the, the the painting. I see some familiar names here. Yeah, well, first place was Jeff Hill with his Adeptus Custodes. Who which is walloped me at LSO <laughs> with a beautiful army. <laughs> you I know, think it was Custodes, too. Doesn't it suck to lose to a beautiful painted army? Like, if I lose to an army that's, like, uglier than mine, I'm like, at least my army looks pretty, right? Like, that's always my, like, yeah. my, my, my backups, you know, but uh, whatever. Oh, second place. Carrick Davis running chaos for best painted, so so hmm. kudos to him. Yeah, but now, chaos is always a pal, uh, an army that you can like go wild with your oh, power. Yeah. yeah. Well, guess what? Third place, chaos space marines, and by none other than my friend Marcus Tanner. He's normally playing guard. He is my guard guru, always educating me on guardless. Oh, he's, so he's fallen. Huh? Say what? Marcus has fallen. Yeah, he's far, yeah, Marcus has fallen. He's Marcus has fallen, and he's running his chaos base roots. His army was gorgeous. Ooh, uh, that's my next challenge. You make a chaos guard army. I played against one this weekend. It's pretty fun. Really? Yeah, yeah. that's actually that's a, that's a good. Uh, I like that. But yeah, beautiful armies. Um, I got to tell you guys, the SoCal um, let's just call it hobby talent is 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 strong. Like the the, the hobby game, you know, <laughs> the, the hobby Westboro, is strong with this one. Yeah, no, like legit, dude. I mean, there's always beautiful armies, but I'd say there were more beautiful armies at SoCal than I've seen at other events. So it was it was. I mean, cool. he's not calling you out East Coast, but he's calling you out East Coast. <laughs> Step it up, East Coast. Uh, all right, Seth, you want to talk about the Paragon of the Hobby? Yeah, so this is our uh, effectively our, our overall. It is a combination of of both painting skills and player skill on the table. Uh, so uh, first place went to uh, Mike McTire playing Blood Angels. Really cool to see Blood Angels play, placing that high. I'm no Nikki D's excited about that. I'm personally excited for uh, one of my friends. Second place Tyler Russo running Orcs. Always exciting to see him uh, get the recognition he deserves. He's he's a diehard Orc player. Uh, through thick and thin, you know, I might be a little more through thin, maybe. <laughs> um, third place, uh, Jordan Gledhill, uh, running Chaos Demons. Again, Chaos Demons, another army that's fantastic for the paint palette. So excited to see him uh, show up there and and, and uh, have a good showing. Kicker, yeah. though. Yeah, you know, I want to talk about Mike. He came in first place for pa Paragon of the Hobby, right? Yeah. That's a huge accomplishment. Mike was at SoCal last year. And, mm -hmm. you know, he, he had some advice and recommendations for us and he came back this year and do you know what he loved the most about SoCal was that we did a dedicated hobby showcase. You guys were at Texas. We started doing a dedicated mm -hmm. hobby showcase there. It's literally, you know, 
I think top, we did it at ACO too. We did do it at ACO too. It's become a staple of our events. And so we're doing that at, okay. uh, you know throughout 2024 and we're actually adding to it for 2024, but that's another episode. The idea though is that the top cut, the, the 10, 15, there's not a yep. set number, get to have all their stuff on display after the first, after the last round on the first day. And then the judges go in and do an in-depth analysis of these. Uh, we also take photos and get to meet the painters. And long story short, Mike really wanted something like that and we did it and he was so stoked. And I don't know, it was, it was nice to see I, the dialogue. And I was talking to a lot of the other painters too what they enjoy about that is it's also a chance for them afterwards to talk with the judges and get specific feedback yeah 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 totally yeah no you're 100 right seth so the hobby showcase will be a staple of all frontline gaming events throughout 2024 and at lvo you'll see duncan because he'll be judging that yeah all right we got to talk about the best general because i think that's pretty important seth yep, yep, right? yep. but before we talk about the best general a huge shout out to the hobby goblins and bringing uh, Jacob there, their, their, their commander-in-chief, brought the probably the most gorgeous uh, trophy we've ever had for any one of our events. This was this beautiful custom orc chopper, Seth. With yeah, no, I, I saw the work in progress. It blown away. Yes. Yeah, I mean, everyone wanted that. I mean, you even had Age of Sigmar players like, I want that now, like, badly. So, yeah, it was Get over here and play 40K, boys. <laughs> Check out the Hobby Goblins. They do all sorts of cool custom They do a lot of good work. Uh, props. And I actually was hanging out with some of them this weekend because oh, they came to my event. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Uh, Seth, why don't you run down the list real fast of, of where we're at with uh, the winning, the winners of... Yeah, so so again, going back to our meta discussion at the very beginning of the show, uh, we had uh, kind of uh, some, some armies that we haven't seen grace the top of the lists for a while. First place was Arthur II running uh, Word Bearers. Second place, uh, James Carmona running Black Legions, both those running out of the CSM Codex. And third place, uh, Ruben Zeo running the brand new Space Marine Codex. Yeah. So Space Marines managed even, even this quickly out of the gate, uh, kind of snag one of those those podium spots. Excited to see that for him. Um, overall, uh, a pretty healthy meta. There wasn't an overrepresentation of any one army at the top, so I'm excited to see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really cool. It's nice to see, you know, the new codex up yeah. there, but obviously not dominating. So I guess codex and, creep is not a thing. And, and Nikki D's kind of clicked ahead of our slides, but I put in the slides here, some of our judges, so that we could thank them for all oh, their yeah. hard work. Yeah. So maybe maybe we pop back a little bit. There we go. So we've we've got our lovely 40K judges, uh, Danny and Adam. Uh, you know them, you love them, you'll see them at LVO. Uh, Kicker, this next set of judges you might know. Oh, uh, there, yeah, those are Age yeah. of Sigmar judges. That's Scott, yeah. Gareth, and uh, I always forget their friend's name. That's the assistant judge. I'm sorry, dude. But no, really, they look, they're looking like they're having a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, probably the most intense group yeah. at most events is the kill team group for yeah. some reason. But their judges are having a ball. Look at those yeah, those boys is happy. And Dakota and Giacomo, they they yeah. you know they they have so much fun. Uh, they make Dakota makes his event so freaking special. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, but you, you're so, right, Seth. I think kill without team, the work they, of these guys, uh, our events just wouldn't be the same. Not at all. So, and then and then of course we have oh, yeah. to honor the road warrior himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikey G for driving the truck across the country as always. Uh, this guy got there very early and actually yeah. had most of the truck unloaded by the time I showed up, which was just insane. And uh, then, and then here are you two late at oh, night, yeah. definitely tired after running a weekend's yeah. worth of events. 
that's us in the completely empty hall. Everyone's gone home for the night. It's just us locking up the doors. Uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a fun event. But yeah, now now it's kind of like the the slow season to LVO. Well, slow in terms of events, but we're all we're all prepping for LVO, right? Yeah, I was like, are you saying you don't have anything to do, kicker? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Well, there is the big. Uh, the, I'll message Reese and let him know you don't have anything to do. <laughs> oh man, I wish, I wish it was slow for me. Uh, but no, right now I will be working late nights trying to get LVO ready. Uh, Seth, should we talk about the frontline entertainment news? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, we got we got some friends to plug. So uh, you you heard us talking about them at the in a paint yeah. judging, but the Hobby Goblins do have a YouTube channel now. They are doing the Monday night streams. I've been checking them out. They're a lot of fun to watch, uh, just as you would expect from that group. Always a high display of sportsmanship and paint skill. Yeah. Um, so they're very pleasant games to watch. They're always fun just to kind of have on. I've been tinkering with some models. Um, not stuff I need for a list right now, but stuff I'm just kind of paying for fun. So it's always good to have them on and take a listen and to them. And do the production value, right? Like it's oh, a yeah. new stream, but the production value is... They put the like- effort in up front. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they're definitely putting the effort in up front. Uh, our friends over on the Angry Joe channel, Kicker, they have entered into probably one of the the, the most fan-beloved beer and pretzels game that causes me the most amount of frustration, uh, which is Blood Bowl. Uh, <laughs> they've been kicking off some Blood Bowl over the last few weeks. Um, and if Angry Joe wasn't angry before, I guarantee you a few rolls of the dice for Blood Bowl will make that man angry. <laughs> Um, I, have you ever played Blood Bowl Kicker? No, but I. So we, we you roll poorly, and some of your guys just die. And you're like, that right. was my team. That was my quarterback. <laughs> yep. Well, he dead now. And you're like, there was Blood Bowl at SoulCal, and I didn't realize they had an award for the the the, the player who had the most of his teammates Team die or whatever. Yeah, is, right? yeah. It's That's a brutal a game. Yeah. <laughs> it is really brutal. Jeez. Um, anyway, um, and then uh, you might know this little channel called Play on Tabletop. Have you heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they do, and we help them uh, through some, some support. They do these 40K and 40-minute shows, um, which is an edited battle report. They put so much work into doing these shows. Uh, like, I, I know the guys behind the scenes, and it is weeks of work to get the this film, to get this edited, to get the script done, to get the narration, to get all the everything to come together for the, these kind of tightly edited down 40 minute reports so they just released another one last week or yesterday actually go check them out they're always worth the, the watch um and you know kicker maybe it's something you put on to entertain that new little baby girl yeah right totally my wife will be fine with that i'm sure <laughs> look it what what could what's the worst that could happen you're right my my, my, my kid's first word is going to be like or something wah. Yeah. Wah. Yeah. if that little girl goes wah, wah as her first word i will lose my mind <laughs> So they're going to be over at my house. She's like, say wow, say wow, say wow. <laughs> I'm just going to send you toys and be like, play this for the child. Don't ask why. <laughs> All right. Well, final thoughts for the night, guys. Um, I'm stoked. I'm rolling dice tomorrow. I'm, I'm bringing up my, my double Dorn list. Uh, but, you know, let's see if that's any good. Two, double Dorn. Two, it's double almost d- like you could buy a box with Double yeah, no, Dorn. The box doesn't actually have every, I don't need more. I can only, I only need Quadruple two. Dorn. <laughs> yes, that's the answer. Uh, what about you, Nikki D? Are you doing anything this week? I am knocking the rust off and I'm actually going to play a game of Warhammer this weekend. Um, one of, uh, the, one of my opponents from uh, Nova just a couple of months ago, uh, my round six opponent, Great guy, great game. Uh, found out that he loves local to me, so we're getting together to do a little narrative. He's he's creating a little narrative story for our game. Uh, we're going to do, he's bringing his craft world Eldar. I will be bringing Necrons. So we're going to be doing an ancient battle um, between our two armies. I'm going to have two Satan, 
he's going to have the uh, Incarn and an Avatar of Keen. So it's going to be a gnarly, gnarly fight. But my first game in Sense Nova. So, yeah, I got to remember how to roll dice again. <laughs> All right. Well, well, for me, you know, it's the end of October. I got to finish my Halloween marathon. Um, on, I, I finally started the Halloween series itself, so I'm excited. I'm on the second film. Probably going to start the third tonight. Painting some more Votan because uh, I just want to paint some characters now that I've got like most of the troops done. So uh, maybe you'll be seeing some cool little characters coming out of me next week, depending on how badly I screwed up the airbrush job before I came on air tonight. We'll find out. <laughs> um, but that's it for me, guys. Any other final thoughts? Any Any last wishes? No, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. Have a great week, and we will see you next Wednesday. Good night, guys. Night. Good night.